Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 310 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is co-host of the podcast, HTML All The Things, and the co-founder of Digital Dynasty Design. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Mike Karen. Hey, glad to be here. Honestly, uh, I'm usually on the other side of the mic, so it's nice to be kind of <laughs> take this role. Indeed, yes. So <laughs> being a guest on other people's podcasts is something I'm not that used to myself. So yes, um, let's see how you go. Yeah. So Mike, can you give us a bit of, a, of an intro? Obviously, that was very brief and obviously tells us about your own podcast and the fact that you're the founder of, of your company. But but can you maybe give us a bit of an insight into your your background in tech? Yeah, absolutely. So uh how it started out was I went into college for computer engineering technology and I kind of went through that, tried a bunch of different things. As you know, in college, they're going to throw like everything at you. We did a little bit of HTML and CSS, but mostly we were dealing with embedded systems and embedded processors uh, and like C language. So it was a lot of programming, a lot of hardware design and stuff like that. Right after college, uh, I just stepped into an opportunity essentially that one of my family friends was needing some help with their site, their website. And they were willing to pay. And we're like, my friend and I, who've also finished the same college, were like, hey, maybe we can do something here. Like while while we're waiting to get jobs or something like that, let's try to start something and give it a go. And we did, and we eventually got a few more clients. And that's what formed into our like a web agency, which is Digital Dynasty. Eventually that led to myself kind of taking on contract roles through that agency. So the last one I was at uh, was a tech lead role at a San Diego-based startup where I was kind of managing a team of developers and working a lot on the front end uh, infrastructure and UI and engineering side, side of things. Um, so overall, my career in tech has been about seven, I think eight years now, uh, mostly focused on the front end UI develop, like web development side, but I've also done a plethora of other things across the board as with any IT career. Great. Okay, right. We'll come back to it later, I'm sure, in the in the uh, course of the of the interview. But can we maybe start with a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of, perhaps should be? Uh, yes, actually. So th- this is this is something that I had like top of mind over the last little while because it's something that I wish I did sooner. And it's get yourself out there and network as early as possible. So what that really means is try to establish where your network is. So for everyone, it's going to be different, right? In, in, in IT, if you're in like network analytics, you might have a group on Facebook or something like that. But you've got to find where like-minded people are and try to join that and talk to people, try to create content or based around it. So what I'm basically saying is try to build an audience for yourself because what that'll allow you to do in the future is be able to not have to kind of hope for a job but be able to choose a job because as soon as you have that audience, as soon as you have a lot of people around you that are like-minded and respect your choices, respect your career, respect your uh, resume, essentially, uh, they're going to be reaching out to you to try to get you to switch jobs. And they're going to, and that's going to happen on a pretty consistent basis, as long as you're putting yourself out there. Uh, So really like 
that tip I didn't take to heart very early on. I really only started like hardcore networking in the last year, I would say. And maybe, maybe just to specify in the last four months on Twitter, I kind of went really, really hard and, um, was able to find my network, find the people that are around me and really build out my core group of people that, uh, are now helping each other and I'm helping them. They're helping me kind of thing. Yeah. So you, obviously you mentioned Twitter then, do you use any other platforms? Um, really LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, are the only two that are just standing out right, right now. There's another platform called showcase that just kind of popped up. It's a LinkedIn competitor that's more only focused on developers. So that one's interesting. It's showcased with two W's. Uh, it's got, it's got some interesting features. It's got some, like, you know, you can show your code really well in there and you can show your tech stack, like your, what technology you work on very specifically. So it, again, it's targeted towards developers more than anything, but, uh, it's kind of interesting to see, a, an entire platform that's targeted towards one audience being used as a way to kind of further your career. So that, that's why I'm still. I'm still interested in it. Like I, I'm usually not one to recommend a new platform, but Showcase seems like an interesting one. But Twitter, for sure, if you're a developer, that one is a great platform to meet people. And uh, LinkedIn, obviously, just keep that one up to date. Yeah, I haven't heard of a Showcase, so I thought I'll need to check that one out. So definitely, yes. Good. Okay. Um, Mike, can you share maybe with us your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so this one happened a little while ago, probably like five years ago. Essentially what the situation was, I was tasked in choosing the technology that we're going to be working with for a new application. The application was for an optical retail environment. It doesn't really matter. Let's just like, it, it was just for like helping to sell glasses essentially. And we had a big presentation coming up to a very important client. I chose the tech stack, built it all out in that tech stack. It was a CSS grid. So this is just for the UI. And when they got to the important client, like when, when they got like landed, landed on the plane, the CTO and CEO, they opened up my application and it wasn't working on their device. And that's because we chose, I chose the tech stack, like a wrong tech stack that didn't work and was too new for the device that we were going to be presenting on. So it was just completely broken. And yeah, that one was like a really bad call to get. <laughs> and uh, the, the things that I learned from that are like tons, obviously. One thing is you have to vet everything. You have to check. You have to make sure that when you're using a newer technology like CSS Grid, now CSS Grid has been around for a little while, now, but regardless, if you're choosing a new technology to work with, do some vetting, do more vetting and make sure that it'll work on the devices that are intended to work on that it's intended to work on because again, it was a, it was something that I was able to correct pretty quickly, but it was one of those situations where I definitely had to stay up all night and rip everything I did and redo it. And I got some, you know, back and forth uh, conversations with the CEO and CTO. Yeah. That's interesting to hear. I've heard that from a few people about sort of, you know, looking for latest versions of software and, and, you know, looking for the latest, greatest thing, if you like, but of course, you are limited in terms of obviously the platforms that these these new applications and pieces of software might be able to run on. So, yeah, thinking about that even before you begin is obviously a sensible thing to do because obviously you can effectively reduce your potential audience or, or customer base by not considering that up front. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mike, can you now perhaps tell us about your career highlights so far? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so 
like I was mentioning before, I was I'm I've been working for the last three years or so as a tech lead uh, for for a San Diego based startup. And really what I love about that and the highlight right now for me is that I get to lead a team of about five developers and a designer. And what I've loved about it is the mentorship aspect, like being able to take a junior designer or junior developer and guide them and help them to create the applications that we're trying to create and then see them move on to be a better developer and to a different job that like, you know, fits their role because it, I don't know, for, for me, I was always kind of siloed. I was working on my own a lot because as a contractor, as a business owner, that's kind of our role, our hat that we wear. And when I got this new role, like a contract through it, and I was able to then take what I learned as a solo developer and apply it to a whole team and learn a ton in the process, obviously. So really, that's that's what I've been enjoying mostly right now is interacting with people, is helping people, mentoring. I'm doing another mentorship program called Bridge, where I'm mentoring people that are just getting out of um, uh, university or college and are kind of like trained or like they got out of a boot camp. So they have the knowledge and they have the skills, but they need that little extra step to get to the next part of their career, which is like the first job. Like we provide kind of a, a project that they can work on and a work work environment, quote unquote, that that they can mimic. And it helps them in their interview process because they've they've almost kind of already been working during that time. So Again, I, I I think the mentorship and guiding is what's been my career highlight so far. Yes. I mean, obviously people coming out of college have a, how should, how should we put it, maybe a limited understanding of potentially what a, a company or a corporate environment might be like. So do you provide that sort of understanding, if you like, of how to work in an environment where you have multiple people with different skill sets and and so forth. Is that what you tried to do? Exactly. That's exactly what we tried to do. We give them, we throw them right into like the agile method. We do all the meetings, like the, all the scrum meetings, everything. Um, and we do it exactly like you would do it in a corporate environment and with the awkwardness to it as well. And that's what I try to tell them is like, you know, like this is awkward because people are trying to choose the tasks and people are saying this task is easier. This task is not. And I'm, and people seem to think that that's like part of the program and not part of real life. And I always try to bring it back and be like, hey, you know, like this awkwardness, this thing that we're doing right now, this, you know, the poker game that we're playing to pick how long the tasks are, that's the actual thing that you will do on in a larger corporation, in a larger environment. You will need to have these skills of being able to articulate that you want to do this task or stuff like that. It's not just about coding. It's about the whole structure, the enterprise structure. So yes, 100%, we provide that kind of like, yeah, that kind of mentorship. Great. Okay, and Mike, what what excites you about the future of the tech industry and careers in IT? Absolutely. So this one was tough. I had I had a couple things written down here, but I'm gonna go with new technology. So I mentioned before that my worst IT career moment was choosing a newer technology. Yeah. But the ironic thing is, is that I love that stuff. So that's the, the number one reason that we actually started the HTML All Things podcast was because I was like, well, I'm already looking at all this new technology, trying it out. Why don't we take that information that we're getting and convert it into something useful for everyone else? Because as you know, uh, you can't keep up with everything. So what we're trying to provide is a way for people to kind of listen to us for an hour and still be rel- and still be in relevance while working with some older technology because normal, normal companies aren't going to switch willy-nilly. 
That's just how it works. So for me, for sure, what excites me is everything that's coming out. Stuff like GitHub Copilot, even though it has some controversy around it, is a fantastic tool that will probably make our jobs easier. Uh, new frameworks that come out for web development and mobile development and stuff like that. Just new stuff in general. I'm always kind of keeping my ear to the ground and making sure that I keep up with everything because that's what interests me really. Yeah, I mean, you, you may make a good point about the fact that you obviously you want to keep up with as much as you can, but it's impossible, isn't it? In terms of you have to pick and choose because you'll never be able to grasp everything. There's just too much happening and there's too many options to take. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find mm-hmm. out a little bit more about you and the way you think. You ready for this? I think so. Let's do it. <laughs> so what first attracted you to a career in IT? I think this one's easy. This one's computers. So I was a I was a kid. I loved computers. So I was like, hey, what can I do with computers? Yeah. What is the best career advice you've ever received? That's a good one. So probably keep it simple. Honestly, like I know that that's a key, like you know, a quiche saying it or whatever. Like it's it's something that people say all the time. But for me, I I was always going out there and trying to come up with a complicated solution but i realized that i can just come up with a simple solution as long as it works that's what the client the bo- your boss and everything wants yeah that, that is a good point actually and you can look at it in the other direction as well so when you've got a big problem if you break it down to its simplest components um that's just a different way of looking at a problem isn't it exactly exactly breaking it down and solving each problem at a time kind of the, the yeah. mark watney approach <laughs> yes what is the worst career advice you've ever received this one's difficult i think the worst advice that i've ever received is you have to jump your jump jobs every three months um to be successful in in your field that was a little bit it it seemed a little bit ridiculous to me uh i i i'm all for you know you know taking your services and going somewhere else to get better income but three months just seemed kind of a ridiculous statement (laughs) <laughs> it does sound very short amount of time i always yeah. get the feeling with it within an organization it often takes you three months just to get familiar with with how things work and then another three months to actually become effective so that's six months before you've even even got to a point where you feel as though you're contributing i know it, it just like what what's going on here <laughs> yes exactly if you were to begin your career again in today's world what would you do I honestly think I would still be in web development. I I am a very big believer that web development is just in its infancy and it's kind of the wild west right now for it. Uh, Even though it has matured, it has become better. It's just, there's just so much that there's still left to be done. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? This is a very pertinent one. So right now I'm focusing on building up an audience, networking and figuring out where I kind of belong in that audience. So it's still early stages for me there, but I'm also like for an objective, I want to, again, lead a larger team now. I want to take on a new role and I want to kind of challenge myself a little bit and still be developing, but be able to, you know, mentor and help more people. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Probably my speaking skills. So I was always a decent public speaker. I, I, I was always the one that would put my hand up to speak first at, in school. Um, and it was all, like, I'm nervous. Like, I get nervous all the time. I'm nervous right now, even on, like, recording a podcast, even though I've recorded also, like, 160 episodes. But I like that kind of 
feeling like I like the butterflies and I kind of use them to make it more interesting for me and not boring. So I think the public speaking. Yeah. So obviously like me, you started a podcast. Um, is, has that helped you feel in terms of being able to sort of articulate your thoughts and engage with people? For sure. I think that like you can, I mean, you can go back to the first episode probably of your podcast and the 300th episode of your podcast and see how much you can improve and same with ours. So it's, it helped tremendously. Like when the zoom, zoom call apocalypse happened in the, over the last couple of years, I was ready for it. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Yes. What do you do to keep your own career energized? Uh, so I think the podcast, honestly, like going back to that, I just really like talking tech and uh, staying on top of things helps me be in the community a little bit more, helps me meet new people and potentially get new opportunities. And what do you do away from technology? So, uh, I do quite a bit, actually. We, I do hiking a lot. Um, my wife and I like to kind of go up to a cottage every once in a while and I, I game. I'm just like mostly most other tech people, I I play some games here and there as well. Mike, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Yeah, absolutely. So this one, it's interesting. So my parting piece of career advice would be don't settle and be in a spot where you're uncomfortable. Get outside your comfort zone because as soon as you settle in an IT career, it becomes very easy to stagnate in terms of salary stagnant in terms of knowledge and lose out on potential future contributions. So try to like, as soon as you feel like yourself settling, try to step outside, try to see what your boss needs done. Try to try to see what, what else you can do to optimize, what else you can do to, to help the company, what else you can do to help yourself, uh, maybe take a course or something like that. I just think it's so important to stay on top of the technology in the IT space all across the entire IT space that if you, just stop for even like a year, you can become stagnant and lose relevance in the field really quickly, especially in security yeah. as well. Oh yeah, very much so. Um, I, I mean, obviously picking up from what you just said there as well, I think often if you're in an environment where there are difficult problems to solve, don't, don't be afraid to get involved um, and, and challenge yourself in terms of being able to help solve those problems because you if when you succeed you're obviously it's a great thing for you to be seen to be succeeding as well as it being very I'm just trying to think of the right word but, but sort of self-satisfying and being involved in solving a difficult problem i agree yeah i, I think yeah. yeah i think being able to put yourself out there a little bit and again if you can take those problems on even though you think there might be really difficult and you can't solve them right now isn't that our whole space? Like we're just solving problems. So yeah, I, I totally agree that kind of, again, stretch yourself a little bit, try to solve it. I mean, worst case scenario, you might have to get, get some help, but you'll learn a ton. Yeah, exactly. Mike, where can we find out more about you and connect with you? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm, I'm across all the platforms, uh, but my main, the main thing is you can go and check out our podcast as well. It's htmlthings.com and we have like a podcast section there. Uh, it's also available on all the podcast platforms. And you can also find me on Twitter at, at HTML Everything. So it'll be Mike there with at HTML the things, but at HTML Everything is my handle there. Mike, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Phil. I really, really appreciate being on. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. 
You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.